<laughs> Welcome to Planes, Trains, and Wine Stains. Woo! It's the first episode. <laughs> yes, episode number one. We are your hosts. My name is Melissa. And I'm Kelly, with an I. <laughs> she only has... I have to clarify. <laughs> and... I already told you, but you're listening to Planes, Trains, and Wine Stays. Yeah, so this is this is our podcast about travel mm-hmm. and... Our maiden voyage. Drinking wine. Uh-huh. And you're lucky enough to be listening to the Italy episodes. Yes. Uh, we say episodes because this is going to be a series. Mm-hmm. Cannot be contained in one episode. Two. Too many fun things happened. <laughs> so we're going to take you... <laughs> on a journey with us, uh, kind of back through our memories and a little bit through my journal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's really going to be the highlight. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we just wanted to talk about, before we get into that, just a little bit about the podcast itself and what kind of where it came from. So we, I approached Kelly about doing this podcast uh, Kelly and I travel a lot together and I thought that there's a lot of different, uh, podcasts out there for travel, but a lot of them are really like tips and tricks based. And while I appreciate that, there's not like much fun there. And not that we won't give you that <laughs> from time to time cause yeah. it just will come out, mm-hmm. but we wanted to... To give you the hilarious side of traveling yeah. or how to deal with the stress because we've dealt with the stress, yeah. but we we get through it through laughter and knowing that at the end of the day, we're going to have a great story to tell yeah. if something goes wrong. So yeah. we're going to tell it to you guys. Yeah, exactly. And I think that one of the things that we talked about is just how I think in general, there's a lot of pressure for travel to be really Instagrammable and in that sense for it to be perfect and I think that we have just both found that a lot of the times the stories that you come back with and the stories that you tell about travel aren't like oh my gosh like I went to the Grand Canyon and I stood there and it was beautiful and like I mean everyone knows right you can see pictures of the Grand Canyon but it's like you come back and you're like man did I tell you about how I like fell down while I was near the edge of the Grand Canyon and I broke my leg and then I had to find my way back. And, um, yeah, so, and, and so I think that that's what we wanted this to be is something a little more, I think, genuine that shows the warts that oftentimes can be like the really fun and like enjoyable part of it, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Yeah. And how we get through it, not just alone because we're with each other, or we're with a group of other people, we'll kind of introduce you to the cast of characters that came along with us mm-hmm. on this particular trip that we're going to be talking about this episode. But those people and those connections make it what it is. Yeah, exactly. And the reason we call it Planes, Trains, and Wine Stains is because we will be pairing each episode with a bottle of wine. And today we chose a Chianti Classico. So we actually, the first time, I think, definitely for me, I don't know if for you, but the first time I ever had this wine was in Italy. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the second episode. Um, But this, I don't know if you can read the label. 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce <laughs> this, but I'm going to give it my best okay. shot. It sounds good. Uh, Roca de la Masi. Okay. You never know. I'll post it on the Instagram, <laughs> though. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to follow along with us, it's at Weinstein's Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we also have a Gmail if you want to write in anything fun to us. It's WeinsteinsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Melissa knows this about me. I don't usually choose a red wine, mm-hmm. but that Chianti that we had in Italy kind of changed my mind. So I'm excited to pop this open yes. and give it a try. Uh, we'll see if I can actually get it open. <laughs> I had already started the cork before we started recording to make this easier on myself. And here we go. Let's see if we get that sound. That was I think if I heard everything. it, it sounded amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. Oh, that was perfect. So, so what year is it, does it say? Oh, this is a classic 2015. <laughs> yes. Guys, we only uh, splurge on the, the finest of wines. This bottle of wine was $15. <laughs> but that's some it's ASMR actually... for you guys right there. Some wine ASMR. <laughs> But it is, so fun fact about Italian wines. So there's a couple different labels that when you're looking for wine. So I actually really enjoy wine and I'm trying to learn about it more myself. So hopefully too, you guys can learn some tips and tricks about that as well. Um, But Italian wines have a couple different labels that you can look for that essentially just um, have to do with like quality and like some regulations. Um, So this one has the D. C-O-G label, I think, is the order of the letters. But it's like the highest level of the regulations that a vineyard can follow. And Chianti's in particular also have a um, another type of regulation that they can follow for that specific kind of wine, the Chianti Classico. And the way to know if it's like a good Chianti is there's a little black rooster. It's like a little sticker. Thank you with a black rooster so this wine has both so i'm feeling confident and that's the nice thing too people it's definitely misconstrued that you have to spend a lot of money to get a good wine but that's actually not the case wines can be very cheap and still be really like good quality wines um so yeah so we're excited so shall we try yeah cheers Cheers. (laughs) That's actually really good. That is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. I'm pumped. Okay. Yes. And the nice thing about a Chianti, too, that I personally love, is that unlike a Merlot, where it's, like, super, super, like, I, I don't know if, like, fruity. I mean, it is fruity, but is the right word. But I think that Chianti is, like, a nice middle ground for a red, where it's really easy to drink on its own, or it's, like, super pearable. So I highly suggest Chianti's. To all you people out there. Can I take a moment to just explain when we finally uh, popped open the bottle from Italy that I brought back or that I had <laughs> shipped back? Yes. Um, we decided we'd have like an Italian night. So we ordered in some some Italian food from a local place here. And we finally popped open that bottle that I had been holding on to. And last glass of it, because you have to finish the whole thing. You can't just 
reseal a bottle from from Italy. There's no sulfites or right. or any preservatives in it, so they suggest just drinking it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dog at the time they... knocked into Melissa's glass and just all over the carpet, white carpet. Yeah. Uh, it was a Berber carpet, <laughs> and it went up onto the wall, and so uh, red wine stain <laughs> for sure was was happening. We freaked out a little bit, but we we got it. I think. Yeah. I was I was mortified. I really thought that your parents were going to murder me. <laughs> All was good. We got it out. Uh, don't know how. We had some magic carpet cleaner. But apparently, I found out over the holiday, uh, Thanksgiving just passed, that if you do white wine on top of red wine, it's supposed to take it out. Okay. I'm going to be real honest. That sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Let's... Snopes it. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan to be. Just put other wine on top of the red wine. All right, we're gonna have to hit up. Is myth are MythBusters still around? That's what they're called, right? I mean, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, we should send that in. I'm gonna write it in. All right, we're gonna do it, guys. <laughs> they're probably not gonna. If anyone else is, again, email us. <laughs> <laughs> we just want emails, really. Um. Yeah, okay, so I'm excited. I'm already feeling warm from the wine. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe we should have started with the glass. <laughs> that would have been great. Woo! But then we wouldn't have gotten that like beautiful like that was uncorking. A great sound. We're going to replay that. That is the sound that a party is about to begin, guys. Is that our new theme song? <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> just a bottle of wine uncorking. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, so before... Uh, I promise we are going to get into like what this episode is actually about. But we did just want to talk about like Kelly and I and, and how we know each other. So um, do you want to say where you work? Probably not. Yeah, I'm not going to say where I work. Okay. It's weird. But um. sorry. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So I work. No, no, no. At, don't at worry about it. Yes. She works <laughs> at a company. So um, she had been working there just a little bit before I started. About a year, year and a half. Yeah. And so I came in and we hit it off. Kind of early on. I would say that our good friend Mitchell was yes. really the one that introduced us because yes. we hadn't been, like, friends outside of work. Right. We would just maybe talk mm-hmm. at work. Yeah. Um, he invited me out with you, mm-hmm. and we just hit it off. I had known oh, your yeah. brother before that. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, this is, you know, so-and-so's sister. I won't say his name. I'll let him stay anonymous for now. Uh, so, we, yeah, we just hit it off. And then I guess what was our first trip? Was it Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Was so it? I said, hey, yeah. my best friend Aaron lives in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go oh, see yeah, her. Right. Mm-hmm. Melissa had gone to school sort of near Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So we, we took a train, actually. Yeah. That might have been your first, like, long train ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the closest I'd ever done was really just not really a train, like, public transport. Like, sure. metro, subway. Yeah, this is, like, Amtrak. We live on the East Coast. and yeah. Should uh, we say where we live? Sure. We're from Delaware, y'all. We live in so, Delaware. Look it up. And I know that if... Some of you are listening from that aren't friends for us because right now I'm only anticipating that our friends are going to be listening to this. But a lot of times when I tell people, oh, I'm from Delaware, people all the time are like, oh, you're the first person I've ever met from Delaware before. So you're welcome. Yeah. It's the state. 
not a city in Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> um, or New York. So yeah, it takes us about an eight-hour train ride to get to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun. It was really fun. I mean, I'm sure we were getting a little bit uh, crazy <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah. Just wanted to get off the train. But definitely a good time. Definitely yeah. first experience. And I think we realized that we could travel together. Yeah. Yeah. You can't travel with all your friends. Let's also, be clear. Speaking of, I love you, Erin, if you're listening. <laughs> we miss Shouts you. Shouts out to Erin. <laughs> and that was when we planned our first trip to, technically our first trip together was Walt Disney yeah, so World. Yes, get this. Within a day of knowing each other, Erin and Melissa hit it off, uh-huh. which is like, makes me so happy. <laughs> Enough to the point where we put down a down payment <laughs> on a Disney trip within this, I don't know, 72 hours time span of like them knowing each other. I know. So crazy. Uh, but amazing. And we invited our friend Courtney, who uh-huh. hopefully we can get her on the show eventually. Oh my you guys gosh, yes. You're gonna love her. Yes. Oh my gosh. And Aaron too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we're, we're bringing up, you know, these names already, but hopefully uh, they'll get to be guests on the show because they are also frequent travel partners of yes. ours. Yeah. So technically that was the first trip that Kelly and I planned together and we are planning on doing a Disney, I think, podcast at some point. Yeah. But what we really wanted to focus on uh, for this one was our trip to Italy, which was the first international trip that we did together and technically the only one that we've done together so far, right? Uh uh What did we just do? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We just we just got back from the, the Bahamas not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's weird. I keep uh, yeah. technically international. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. I did have to bring my passport. You're right. Um, but do you wanna talk a little bit about how the Italy trip came to be and some yes. of the details for that? Perfect. I'm gonna drink wine. So Italy happened quite quickly. Um in college, and, and how I knew the aforementioned Courtney and Aaron, um, I had done a study abroad trip in my degree, which was visual communication design. We did a photography trip. Uh, my professor, Jefferson, he organized international trips that focused around photography, which was pretty unique. <clears throat> I don't think I had ever heard of any other college doing that. It was yeah. always about like English or lifestyle or language so all based around photography and I'd always wanted to go on one timing just felt right I worked all summer got to go to Spain Spain was it Um, which will hopefully be another podcast (laughs) yeah I hope to to bring you guys along with that one too it was pretty life-changing being my first huge international trip I had been to Mexico prior to that but you know, you just stayed at a resort, all-inclusive. But Spain, I really got out to see the, the entire country. So we'll definitely come back around to that. Um, but Jefferson definitely, you know, left a big impact on all of our lives who had gone yeah. on that trip, all the students. And after we graduated, we, we didn't get to see each other that much. He had left the college. Um, so he decided, hey, we can still do this. We just don't have to be doing it for credit. Mm-hmm. So let's get everyone back together, whoever wants to come, a reunion trip. And people were signing up. And I just did it. I dove in. I was like, mm-hmm. when am I going to get another chance? And we voted and Italy won. And just offhand, I mentioned to Melissa, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to Italy. You can come. And she was like, 
okay. <laughs> like pretty, pretty easily. I was surprised. And um, that's kind of how it happened for a lot of my friends that I invited. So I invited um, Aaron. I invited another coworker of mine, Elliot. Elliot. And again, that came pretty late, actually. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the last people to join the trip, and he just kind of had a like an effort moment and just jumped on. She can. We're gonna say fuck. We're gonna say fuck. She had a fuck it moment. He had a fuck. <laughs> he had a moment. fuck it moment. Um, I love that you censored yourself. I did. I don't know who's listening. <laughs> Mom, I'm sorry. Um, so then Melissa was like, "Hey, my cousin might want to come." <laughs> So she invites her cousin Jennifer. Jennifer, who will come back around to this, but she's got an intense fear of flying. So that was great. Um, so yeah, it all kind of aligned, and it was just uh, yeah, perfect storm happened, and we all said yes, which is kind of the main thing about travel is just saying yes is is the big part of it. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> I was really excited and really nervous because A, I was going to be surrounded by a lot of people that I didn't know and B, it was genuinely the first time that I had ever been outside of the U.S. Like, I hadn't even been to Canada. I had barely um, even been out west. I had done only one trip out to California. You had barely flown at this point. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't really done a whole lot. The most that I had done was some, like, trips to Tennessee and, like, some of the, like, northeast area. Like, not too far. And so, yeah, but I was so excited because I think for most people who um, don't live there, I think Italy is really high up on a lot of people's bucket lists. It's kind of a dreamland, right? You see all these, like, images Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow. Yeah. Italy. Yeah. So we, we had high expectations. Yeah. To say the least. Um, so I guess we'll just get started and, and go a little bit into that. Um, Should I break out the journal? <laughs> I, yeah, I so think guys, so. guys, I journal. I don't know if anybody I'm not, else is with me. I'm really not judging her. It's only because I know some of the entries and that's why I laugh. So when I journal, I write like, I'm... <laughs> writing a movie or something i don't know i get cinematic with it i get really retrospective and or introspective and you know when you're in a car and you're listening to music and you look out the window and you're like i'm in a music video that's kind of like (laughs) where i write from especially if i'm writing it during the trip yeah i get very like visual with it for for like a movie i'm gonna make a movie out of these someday don't worry about it um but yeah, so reading them back when you're in a different state of mind is pretty funny. Yeah. Seems very uh, emo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I guess we'll, we're not going to be able to get through all of Italy because there's a lot. There's sure. a lot. Um, but we're going to just kind of get started. Um, so <laughs> going back. So um, we we flew out of Dulles. Dulles? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you call so it? that's in Virginia. Um, yeah. And like right we said, we're in Delaware. Mm-hmm. So we had to get there. That uh-huh. was like obstacle number, number one. one. <laughs> and let me tell you guys, I was pretty stoked on how we got there. Oh my gosh. I love a van. <laughs> and so I rented this van. van. It's like your mom's minivan. This, yeah, it's a soccer mom van, guys. But listen, <laughs> it was 2016 and that was a brand new van. We oh had gosh, was automatic doors that oh. open when I push buttons. I don't know. I was living my best mom life. 
Hashtag not actually a mom. And <laughs> I just picked up all my kids, which was Aaron, Elliot, Jen, and Melissa. That's right. Uh, we needed a vehicle big enough to put all our suitcases in, basically, is why we got a van. Mm-hmm. Definitely could have fit all of us in a smaller vehicle, but uh, our luggage for a two-week trip through Europe was going to be, you know, the task. So we get this van and we start our road trip down to Virginia, which was a cool way to start the trip, if I do say so myself. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, we did have a a really good time driving down. And um, so we got there and um, it was like a a pretty long wait. It was definitely the biggest airport that I had ever been to at that point. Um, And of course, they tell you, you know, get there at least three hours before. I think we might have even been there earlier, honestly. We were. We had to go to Wendy's, guys. We had to, like, (laughs) kill time. Yeah. Because we got there so early. Yeah. So, um, actually, our last bit of American food before going to Italy was Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. I might have just burped. That's kind of... Whatever. It's fine. I'm a human being, guys, just like the rest of you. I burped, too. Um, I bet they didn't even hear it. (laughs) But, uh, so, of course, you know, so you said first hurdle. Second hurdle, of course, as everyone has to deal with when they travel by plane, is security. So I had decided that (laughs) I, I, like, refused to um, check a bag because I was like, I'm really scared that I'm going to lose it and then what am I going to have? What am I going to have to do to try and get it back if it does get lost? So I decided I borrowed our friend Kat's uh, hiking, like she had a hiking backpack. And so I decided to take that with me. And I remember when she gave it to me, I was like, okay, I'm going to double check like all of the pockets because I don't want her. Maybe she left like an ID in there and I wouldn't want to accidentally take it with me. Not to mention Kat checked it already herself yes. to make sure there was nothing left yeah in it. so i was like being really thorough and i double checked everything and i was like okay cool there's nothing in here packed it all up but um i have some generalized anxiety that i'm always gonna drop something or lose something so i was there were these two cup holder i guess pockets like a water bottle pocket right and yeah cup holder what am i saying um but and i kept checking them because I had my sunglasses in one and and I think I had like a water bottle in the other one and I just didn't even though I literally could replace sunglasses for like three dollars but whatever you have I know (laughs) but for whatever reason I was just like obsessively checking so I've been checking we get through we get to TSA um the security checkpoint and Jennifer was with me I don't even know why but it's for whatever reason, we had gotten separated from everyone else. Yeah, I have no idea this is all going down. Yeah. I had already made it through security. Because, <sighs> yeah. mainly because I had checked a bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of camera equipment at this point, so mm-hmm. I, I couldn't carry on all my luggage yeah. for a two-week trip. So I, so, you know, send my bag through. Walk through the metal detector. Everything's good. I get through, and they the TSA, they grab my bag and they put their hand, the guy, the gentleman puts his hand in that water bottle pocket and he pulls out a fucking like switchblade and he just pulls it out and he just opens it. And I just remember thinking my two thoughts in that moment were, I'm not going to Italy and I'm going to jail. (laughs) I literally thought I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not even going to be able to go. And so 
And you don't, just to be clear, you don't often travel with a switchblade. No. <laughs> uh, the answer is never. I, I genuinely think that someone probably found it on themselves and, like, panicked and just saw, like, my open pocket and dropped it in there. Because I'm telling you, I checked that pocket so many times. Like, I was obsessively doing it. And... But for whatever reason, I see this, like, knife glistening in the sunlight, and I, like, in that moment... And immediately shit your pants. (laughs) Well, but my response was, I I literally told the guy, I said, I don't know. That's not mine. I don't know where it came from. You can have it. (laughs) He's like, thanks. Yeah. But he didn't... 100% needed a knife. And he... I'm, like, literally, like, well, maybe it's the wine. I was about to say, oh my gosh, I'm, like, getting flushed just even thinking about it. It's probably the worst. <laughs> but guys, we're not even through our first class. I know, I know. Um, but I mean, he didn't even say anything to me. He just he just handed me my bag back. He didn't even say like, oh, "Shame on you," or I don't know. What does PSA agents say? But I don't know how I. <laughs> they like, always say shame on you. <laughs> but how would Classic. I? I didn't understand why I didn't even get in trouble. I mean, they didn't even talk to me like. Or pull me aside or anything. That's pretty bizarre. It's probably, honestly, it's probably my privilege as being a white woman is that people just assume that I'm not like a threat. Could be. Yeah, probably. Probably. But, um, because <laughs> I'm like, it was a huge knife. It was huge. Tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't see, <laughs> you couldn't see what she just did, but she was just uh, measuring it out with her hands. <laughs> But anyway, so that was, that was probably, I think that was one of the most stressful moments I've ever had in my life because I, I just, yeah. I really thought I was going if, to jail. I mean, if something had happened to you at TSA, I would have had no idea. Yeah. yeah. I might've even been at the gate at this point. <laughs> um, so anyways, so we get there and like Kelly mentioned, Jennifer is terrified of flying. I don't think I knew at the time, like, what level of terrified she was of flying. I don't even know if Jennifer knew at that point. (laughs) (laughs) She had, like, one other experience, and it was terrible. Right, yeah. So that's all she had to base this off of. Yeah. Um, Because she had been on technically, technically, like, two other flights before, because she flew down to Texas. And, (laughs) sorry, Kelly just, like, covered up a burp, I think. I did. (laughs) Into a sweatshirt. She just, like, became a turtle and, like, went inside her sweatshirt for a minute. Um, But, so, we're, and I knew that she was going to be scared. But she was sitting there, and it was, like, I mean, her leg, you know, when you get nervous and you just, or, and you don't even think about it, and you're just, like, you, like, pop your leg up and down, you're just, like, bouncing it. Well, I have, like, video of her pre-security like we haven't even checked in for the flight yet because we were so early and she's just like pale like yeah. pale as a ghost i know and i was like I feel... lol jen's so scared but like i did not we're realize the worst. that you told me later that she was like let me hail a cab and like just get the hell out of here yeah when we finally landed in italy um she told she did tell me she was like i was sitting at the gate and she said, and I seriously considered just leaving at that point. Dang. I know. And <laughs> I thought she did it. What would, I like, if that had happened, I don't even know how I would have reacted. Your face would have been priceless. Dude, like, cause I don't know, like, would I have felt, a, no, I probably wouldn't have. <laughs> I was going to say, would I have felt obliged to leave with her? But no way. I would have gone still. No. But I think I, I think it would have started the trip out really sour if that had happened. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you would have been empathetic, but at the same time, maybe not. Yeah, (laughs) but we were definitely not nice to her about it. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry, Jen. But we were like, <laughs> Jennifer. Making like, light of a situation is kind of what we do. I know. And it can come off as bullying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but so and and it got even worse when she was um, at the like on the plane. Like we're about to take off. It's and, a huge plane and they have to board a lot uh-huh. of people. So yeah. we sat on the plane for, for, a for while. quite some time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's an evening flight. I don't know if she's ever flown overnight before. Certainly Always take an evening flight to, uh, to Europe. Yeah. Key. Um, but, yeah. But eventually she did get on. And I'm really proud. And, and I know that she's really happy that she did, too. But I, I do remember at a couple points during the trip, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to fly back. She just has to live in Italy now. Yeah, but not because... Not because, like, people say that because they want to, like, stay in Italy. She just did not want to fly again. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm Italian now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Bye. Well, the best thing is, too, like, we didn't have a direct flight. Like, you pretty mm-hmm. much are, yeah. like, not going to have a direct flight from mm-hmm. the U.S. to Europe. Um, I mean, you can sometimes, but for us, it was a layover in Amsterdam. So Jen had to get off of a plane <laughs> and get back on another plane. So her... <sighs> Her, you know, intensity was not over when she landed. Yeah. You know, yeah. she couldn't just calm down. Also, we were just very sweaty. Oh, my God. So sweaty. Why? It was Airports, literally. come on. I know. That was, Amsterdam was the hottest airport. And and I went, so I did a trip la- uh, last November, I think, to Austria mm-hmm. to visit my sister because she was doing study abroad. And I went and I did a layover in Amsterdam. Amsterdam again and it was not as hot as it was last time yeah, I mean I it wasn't hot at all but like I don't know if there was something wrong but it was literally like well, we were June. sweltering yeah I don't know we were just know. very sweaty we went down to this bathroom to like change and freshen up uh-huh. a little bit because we were just like yeah after going through customs and you know security again we were just all yeah. just sticky and hot and, yeah ugh. and we were tired mm-hmm. I don't know about you but I didn't sleep well on that flight. I probably should have brought some sleeping aid of some sort. Yeah. No, I didn't <sighs> sleep well on that flight yeah. either. Um, but anyway, so we finally get to Rome. And, um, oh gosh, I don't even know how long it had been at that point. It, I mean, it's been a long time. We were up for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm sure at some point we hit 24 hours yeah. of, of just being awake. Yeah, but I think we got there at about like... Maybe 11 a.m. around yeah. that time. So um, so we get there and we instantly meet the infamous Tommaso. Tommaso. <laughs> so, so we did the trip. Should He's our it? tour guide, by the way. Yes. He, yeah. uh, he was hired through EF Tours. Mm-hmm. We'll give them a little bit of shout out. So that's who we did our tour with mm-hmm. um, when we traveled with school. It's very cool that they agreed to do a trip of adults yeah who are not in school because ef stands for like an educational tour i don't know what the f stands for but educational fun sure (laughs) sure is uh but yeah so they they mainly do like student tours um so we were just lucky that they put something together for us based on jefferson's relationship that he had with the company for doing it for so long yeah yeah so we meet tomaso he's a beautiful man both inside and outside 
Can you tell Melissa love this man? <laughs> I did love him. Oh my gosh. Um, so we were all a, we looked like classic American like travelers at that point. I think all of us were in like practically like half workout gear, you know, like leggings and yeah. like sweatshirts and things like that. And Tomasa was like, all right, here we go. And I fully expected for us to go to the hotel first or wherever we were staying. And, and he was like, oh no, we're going to, we're going to start, we're going to start this tour right now. So we were like, okay. I just remember feeling like a sack of potatoes. This is to ward off, um, jet lag. So we hit the ground running so that we could go to bed at a normal hour Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, 12 noon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we would probably have laid down, um, so I appreciated that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It was also uh, like May slash June in Italy in Rome. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So I'm in jeans. <laughs> it was very hot. I'm also carrying probably ten to fifteen pounds of camera gear because <laughs> I had my full kit with me mm-hmm. um, with you know all of my luggage as well, but. I planned on my daily carry being a lot less. So this first day I had a, a lot of equipment on me. Uh, and the first thing we do is climb the Spanish steps. Yeah. Well, I mean, even before we had gotten there, so we had like a big bus that we were taking. And it's like, I think the first thing that struck me about Rome was that um, it's like the city has literally like, I don't know. It's, like, created a life around the, like, history. Mm-hmm. Like, it hasn't taken it over. So, I was fucking shocked when, like, we turned a corner and we literally drove right next to the Coliseum. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that I figured, okay, I think a lot about a lot of different monuments and, and places like that in the U.S. usually have to park somewhere and then you have to walk, right? Because you're trying to create distance. But I just couldn't believe it. That was the first thing that really, really surprised me about that. And you just, and we constantly found that. I mean, you would just turn a corner and then, oh, there's this building that's been there for literally thousands of years. Exactly. And all these other buildings have just like been built up around it. So that, I think that was the first thing that was really shocking to me. And, but yeah, but the first place we really stopped at was the Spanish Steps. Unfortunately, almost all of it was under construction. You could only get up (laughs) the very edges Mm -hmm. of the steps. Yeah. Uh, It was the longest walk at that time. Uh, It felt like the longest walk I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Uh, Going up those steps, being so, so tired, so, so hot. Um the coolest thing was getting up there and seeing that view oh my gosh. of like the whole of Rome. Yeah. Like crazy. It was funny because I think that was the moment that I, it like actually had like sunken in, sunken, is that a word? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That we were in Rome. Something about that view just really, it really like hit home for me. Oh my gosh. For me, best. it almost came just doing something every day. Something so when they give us free time. And I think maybe it was Corinne. So we have a friend, Corinne, who was on the trip with us. She just bought, like, a bag of cherries from a vendor on the street. And that just doesn't happen in America as much. Yeah. And they were the best cherries I've ever had in my whole life. 
and uh, it just cooled you down, and it was just so trivial, but that is my favorite thing when in a new place, just being able to do, like, an everyday task, but in a, a different way. Yeah. Like, we just don't have fruit markets everywhere in yeah. America. It yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, from there, then we went to, we went, we walked around, and we went to the Trevi Fountain, and holy shit, was it busy. It was not like in the Lizzie McGuire movie at all. (laughs) (laughs) Very disappointed. Oh my gosh. But, and that's where we, that's where I had, I don't know if you had any, but that's where I had my first gelato. Gelato, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but, oh my gosh, like it was just crazy busy. And I don't know if I, I don't think I threw a coin in the fountain, but I know Jennifer did. And I actually, I have a video of her tossing it back and, and this gentleman was standing behind her. And she turned around and he pretended like it had hit him on the head. (laughs) And it was just such, it was such a sweet moment that I wasn't anticipating. But, um, yeah, but that was like, so that was, I think the Trevi found is way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. hundred percent. They also had just renovated it. Right. So it was like over a year and we hit it at just the right time where they had reopened it. So we were very lucky. Oh yeah. And it was. It was just like pristine and it was practically sparkling. Mm-hmm. I was practically blinded by it. Practically. Practically. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then what else did we do that day? I think we just walked around and saw um, a couple different monuments. What's the one with the big hole in the dome? Oh, the Pantheon? Yes. Parthenon? That, that's in Greece. Yeah, one Pantheon. of those is in Greece. <laughs> The Pantheon. We just did a long walk and went to Greece. (laughs) So we said tips and tricks, right? So one of the tips, because we were on this tour, Mm -hmm. we didn't have to wait in line. Mm -hmm. It was like magic. Yeah. So there's a very long line to get into things like the Pantheon, like the Colosseum. Mm -hmm. We we benefited by being in this group because Tommaso, the magical Tommaso, got us in without a wait. It was amazing. Yeah. And I think that's one thing. I think we were both kind of like, oh, like, I wish it wasn't guided. Like, I wish it wasn't a tour guide. You know, like, we want it to be, like, a, like and a unique and genuine experience. But I will say, and I don't think, I don't know if it's always like this, but Tommaso was so good about really teaching us about the culture and, like, little things, like phrases and stuff like that, but specifically when you would use a phrase. Exactly. So, okay, so, like, you might say, like, Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. But you might see, you would say good morning at this Buongiorno. point. Right. But then by the time you get around to this time, that's when usually most people start switching to good evening or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and the other advantage too was that for all of those really, like all of those, for lack of a better term, tourist traps, I wouldn't really call it a trap, but um, all those touristy places, it was really nice because... We very rarely either had to wait or we got, like, people... He would pass us off to tour guides that actually worked for that location. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's one thing that I would say is that if you want to do a tour or if you want to visit a country where your main focus is to hit up, like, all of those spots, then I think it is worth it, you know? Yeah, now we can go back... And not have to do all those touristy mm-hmm. spots if we don't yeah. want to. We've exactly. already checked them off the list. Yeah. Um, you know, but it afforded us 
time mm-hmm. and it also afforded us unique experiences um like we'll tell you about a gelato experience we had in yeah. florence so yeah. you know things like that wouldn't come along every day unless you had a certain special tour group yeah. to do it in exactly um but then from there we went to piazza navona right piazza navona was where we spent majority of our time mm-hmm. when in rome it was like our meeting point mm-hmm. So we're allowed to go around the city when, when Tommaso's not telling us, you know, something. He would give us a few hours here and there of just, like, go explore, check it out. Mm-hmm. We'll meet back in Piazza Navona. Yeah. My first experience there, because Melissa and I actually separated. So oh, her and Jen kind of went lot. off. And, you know, my friends from college, we all tended to stick together if you want to open that bag of chips, you can mute your microphone. Oh, that's true. Right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We, we got some uh, some buffalo-style pretzels. I could, yeah, I could still hear it. It's fine. Um, but anyway, so I stuck around with uh, a large group of people on the trip, and we went to this restaurant. We're walking through Piazza Navona, and this loud group of Americans, and we could tell right away that they were Americans, calling us over to this restaurant and that's something that you'll you'll find in europe a lot is that to get you to go to all these restaurants because they're everywhere just little cafes little restaurants they will call out to you to get you to come to the restaurant so we thought it was just kind of that and then we realized they were a group of americans and we stop and talk to them and they say hey this has been the best lunch ever the the servers are amazing the staff is great you guys should take our table because there weren't many tables everything's small uh and they totally got up and gave us their table and we just got to have our own experience and they were right turns out this restaurant was actually in uh roman holiday which is an audrey hepburn movie yes so they had uh pictures of them filming there you know, during that movie. So if you ever watch that movie, check for that restaurant. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I think Jen and I just did a recommendation that Tommaso made, but (laughs) I will say Jen and I a lot would separate from the group, mostly because it was a lot of people. How many of us were there? It was like 20 plus people. No, not plus. What? No. I think it was like a little over 20 people. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Maybe I'm only remembering 12. <laughs> um, Elliot, were you there? Elliot? I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways. So, um, yeah, but we just, I don't know. Like, they would all kind of be like, oh, like, where do you want to eat? And Jennifer and I would just look at each other. This also is the advantage of, like, being cousins, is that, like, you kind of have an, a mutual understanding without even having to say anything. And we would just kind of walk away. <laughs> they would just disappear. It was like magic. <laughs> and we would, because we would just kind of like walk around until we either found something or, um, or like we would just, if like Tommaso had suggested something, we'll just be like, oh, we'll just let them figure out what they want to do and we'll just go just do our thing. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that is a very Melissa thing to do. <laughs> like, I totally just was like, yep. I totally expected that. She very much does not like a big group situation <laughs> in most everything, yeah. which is cool. But, I mean, that's, like, what you learn about your friends, like, mm-hmm. little things like that, mm-hmm. is that if 
if I know that people want to do like a huge group thing, all I have to do is look at her and just know that she's not down for it. <laughs> or like, she's like, you go do that. I'm going to go do something else. Yeah. Which, you know, once you learn that about people, you can anticipate it. Yeah. And not get like, why isn't Melissa, you know, coming along or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but then at that point, I can't remember what, what we did in between. I was like just trying to look at our pictures, but maybe you just walked around. Um, but then we had our first dinner there. Yeah. So as part of the tour, another perk is that they include a few group dinners. Mm -hmm. So everything else is kind of on your own, you know, pick wherever. Mm -hmm. But uh, they organize a couple dinners in a few different cities for us. And this was our first group dinner. Pardon me, I just burped on microphone again. It's It's okay, guys. We're drinking wine. Like, this is going to (laughs) happen. I'm going to need all of you to get over it. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, we had a pizza dinner, Mm -hmm. which was very fitting. And I was like, ooh, pizza, Italy, wow. I I had pizza pretty much every day that I was there. Pizza and pasta, da-da-da-da. You know, it's just the stuff mm -hmm. that you you think of when you think of Italy. But it was really good pizza. And that was the first time I had ever had prosciutto and melon. Mm, prosciutto yeah. oh my gosh prosciutto in italy is so good and the melon in italy i know like the Girl. cantaloupe cantaloupe gelato hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> so that was the first day so it went off pretty much without a hitch outside of just yeah, some of the, like, travel like, stuff. no no major mm-hmm. craziness went down other yeah. than the fact that we were just like running on fumes yeah we were really struggling just silly tired like People think, oh, we go to Europe and and we're going to go out and we're going to, you know, none of that happened the first night. Um, We were just so exhausted. And honestly, we just had such a good group that just chilling at the hotel was like enough for us most of the time. Yeah. Was that the night that we got the carafe of wine? Uh, No, that was actually the next night. (laughs) Okay. All right. Wait, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So So do we just go to bed the first night? I think we just went to bed because we were so tired. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think that was the first time. So we had walked so much. I filled the tub with like ice cold water and just dunked my feet in it. Oh, yeah. Because my feet were just done. Yeah. Yeah. Was I wearing my white heads? I think those were the only shoes I brought with me, right? Maybe. I think so. Oh, we'll get to those white kids. Those white kids. <laughs> Poor white kids. All right. Um, where are we at time-wise? 46 minutes. All right. We're going to call it on the first episode, right? No. What? Are we Why? doing a full hour? Girl, I think we've got to. We've only gone through one day. Girl. <laughs> All right, guys. So maybe the first couple episodes, we're going to do an hour. Where's your list? We did have to break it down because... There's no way we could get through everything. I'm going to give you a little ASMR. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, we could just go right into day two if you want. I think so. So the first thing on my list for day two... Now, I know that's not the first thing that happened, but the first thing I have is Negronis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. But we went to the Coliseum. Yes. So, I mean, and just to quickly touch on that, too. Like, it was... Fairly uneventful outside of the fact that, you know, you're in, like, the goddamn Coliseum. But, so we went to the Coliseum, we went to the Roman Forum, we had a lovely tour guide. Her name was Sarah. Sarah? Oh, yeah. It was really Sarah, but I just can't say it in an Italian accent. I'm trying, but I can't. 
Um, and she was awesome. We went through part of the, like the Jewish district. Um, oh, in the Roman Forum. Yeah. Did I not say that? I think I did. I don't know. I wasn't listening. Oh, oh my god! I was looking at my journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did that. We got lunch once again. Jennifer and I went somewhere different from everyone you else. Jerks. <laughs> I know. Um, and then we, I can't remember, we went into this one church, like we went across the bridge with all of the angels on it. The angels bridge. Is that what it's called? Really? I think so. I think that's what it like translates. I'm not going to say it in Italian. Because I can't. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, so anyway, so, so again, it was another day, pretty like standard, nothing crazy happened until... We go back. Oh, oh, Negronis. Right. Negronis. Sorry, so sorry, sorry. Almost. Uh, so has anyone heard of a Negroni? Show of hands. Uh, it's the worst. <laughs> I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Actually, I wish I could sugarcoat it because that might t- make it taste better. Oh, um, ew. Probably not. No? It is so good? bitter. And we tried it. Uh, it's got gin. And I usually love gin. G&T girls. What up, cat? Shout out. Uh, but it was nasty. So we all get one, and the only person that could kind of stomach it was Elliot. So here we go. We give him one after the other all of our Negronis. This man is being a champ and chugging these Negronis that somebody paid for. You know, somebody was like, oh, on me, Negronis. Oh, you, you wait till you're done. Uh <laughs> Sorry, I just pointed at my wine glass <laughs> at Kelly, but she, I, do I have to get up and, yeah, and do it to you? Yeah, it's okay. fine, but you can do... Um, so yeah, he's, yeah, he's chugging down these Negronis. Poor guy is just choking it down. And then I opt for, I think, I think Courtney went and got us a bunch of uh, Italian beers, which was much more palatable <laughs> for us. Uh but yeah, if you ever have a chance to try a Negroni, try it just for the experience. Don't force yourself to drink it. <laughs> Maybe get like one for the table. One for the table. Yeah. I'll have one, one Negroni, please. For the table. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> Grazie. Um, uh, there were all these old men sitting in this, this bar because it's like a real like Italian spot. It's not like a tourist spot. So there's these old men. I think I remember... Just all these cheesy like '80s music videos playing in this bar. Someone can correct me, but I think I've vaguely I vaguely remember there, that. So being... I can corroborate. Yeah, Melissa. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Went somewhere else. <laughs> we barely had any meals together. Did we actually go on this trip together? <laughs> I know. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so later that night, we finally all make it back to the hotel. Again, another day where we're just exhausted. Uh-huh. Wait, so can you fill out my wine list? <laughs> okay, glass? pause. I'll, I'll, I'll start explaining it. So we get back to the hotel. Ooh, that was loud. Um, we get back to the hotel, and I love that sound. Um, it's just because I'm excited. Even more. Yeah, let's just put a little more in there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we get back to the hotel. And I guess we were all feeling a little peckish, if you will. Um, and so, who was it that went down? Colin? 
Yeah, but wasn't there something about? I think Jennifer went. It was I Jennifer. Think I went. It. No, I picked it up. Uh, I, I picked it up. Are you sure? Because mm-hmm. oh, because didn't they say oh, like for beautiful ladies? Like I think it was Jen and I. Yes. This I was man. Say, I'm pretty sure Jennifer. This was man there. with our single serving pizza. We didn't know it would be like a personal pan <laughs> pizza. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, it's it's really late, so like their kitchen's pretty much closed at this point. Mm. He was like. Oh, two ladies? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he pours a whole bottle of wine into like a carafe for us. Mm-hmm. He gives us a couple glasses and we're like, free wine with this tiny, tiny pizza? <laughs> Why, yes, we would love some. <laughs> so we head back up to the room and we like bring it back and all the girls are like, what? Free wine? Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? <laughs> so we were all hanging out in, was it our hotel like our room specifically? Yeah, so myself, Melissa, mm-hmm. Aaron, and Jennifer were all staying in one room. Yep. Um, and so we were watching, do you remember too? They had, th- well, this was er- late May, and they had Home Alone on TV. Not just Home Alone, Home Alone 2 lost in New York City. <laughs> right and it's in italian guys yes. it's in italian yeah so I'm, it, was, it was dubbed right yeah i'm basically translating the movie for these people because <laughs> home alone is one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time christmas or not <laughs> so we were just like we were like wow this is weird um but man was it fun and uh man was it fun <laughs> um but so we're all getting a little tipsy off of this wine right well, yeah, and then the boys show up. Uh huh. So there's very few boys on this trip, or men, I should say. I don't know. <laughs> Little boys. Boys. Um, boys. So they show up in our room with a charcuterie board out of nowhere. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. And a bottle of limoncello. And we're like, oh god. Oh, we haven't had this before. Let's all do a shot. So. <laughs> We all take a shot of limoncello, and if you've never had it, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, not literally. Yeah, <laughs> not but figuratively. Literally, it is so acidic. Right. Well, and just warm. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't know what limoncello is, it's a lemon liqueur. Yeah, yeah. Just the most lemony thing you've ever put in your body, and my sweet sweet friend Aaron oh, just sweet yells. Aaron. Hot on the lips. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just hot on the lips. With with kind of that inflection. And that just became the tagline for the rest of the trip. I oh mean, this gosh. is day two and she's already coming up with lines like hot yeah. on the lips. But she also was... I mean, she was kind of inebriated. Sure. Yeah. But I... We were all... She's a cheap drunk. You know, it doesn't take much. <laughs> we were all... I think we were all like in tears. We were laughing so hard. Absolutely. Yeah. But I I was really thinking about it today because I was thinking about us talking about that hot on the lips. Because um, we, Kelly and I say that to each other probably too much. Well, now it's just like an everyday thing. Yeah. Like you it's take a sip, like a... you take a sip of alcohol, hot on the lips. Hot on the lips. <laughs> it's what Is that I love. the name of the episode now officially? It, it I think it has to be. Um, but... Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember what I was saying. Oh, but I don't know. It was just like such an errant thing to say. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Which is like... And it's so accurate too. I mean... She's got the innocence of a child sometimes. 
And Hot on the Lips is a perfect example of that. Oh, oh, but what I was going to say was I was thinking about that. And I really do want to get that like cross stitched on a pillow for her. Like a throw pillow. Dude, you just spoiled it if she listens to this episode. I know. Well, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I do think about that sometimes. And I think it would be so funny. With like a lemon. Yes. <laughs> cross stitch lemon. Yes. Or like a border of lemons, you know. Oh my God. Hot on the lips. I want one too. <laughs> We should get one. Oh my god. Maybe that's oh. our first merch. I'll just get it. I'll get it in bulk and I'll just send it to everyone who was yeah. in the room at that point. Oh man, what a good time. Um, but so that happened. Um, and I think that was the moment that I knew that this trip was going to be like more fun than I had thought it was going to be. Like I knew it was going to be fun, but I thought, wow, like, I don't know. It's going to be so like meaningful and like. That's interesting. I guess because I had been on a trip like this before, mm-hmm. I knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, but it is fun to see, like, to hear what your your experience was going to be like and then, yeah. like, what it turned out to be. The problem is, is that, so I majored in theater in college. So to me, like, when I over-romanticize things, it's, like, very dramatic. Like, I think I'm going to go there and, like, I'm going to have, like, like... My whole internal being is going to be changed. You are like the reverse of me in my journal. <laughs> yeah, I just don't write about it. <laughs> so, like, you start off romanticizing. I take what actually happened and romanticize that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so, and then, so we were all just, like, really feeling good. And there, <laughs> like, okay, I do, I'm we're gonna say something and Jennifer it's all out of love but I did judge you in this moment <laughs> um so I had I think at that point I was kind of sobering up and I was feeling really tired because in that video I definitely looked like I was ready for bed like I was barefaced and I was pretty sure I was in pajamas well let me explain I'm gonna interject yeah. a little bit but so Melissa and I make videos of our trips mm-hmm. and maybe every now and then we'll we'll put them on the um, Instagram mm-hmm. like little clips. But uh, so we are filming a lot on these trips, just like little snippets to make a recap video at the end of the trip mm-hmm. just for ourselves and like our families to see, you know, what went on on the trip. So I'm rolling at this point. I'm filming. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm thinking rolling. I'm thinking pot. I was like, "What are you talking about, girl?" I don't remember. Do we? No, no. I'm filming. Uh, whatever is happening at this point. Uh, do you want to tell it, or should I? You could tell it. I feel like it'd be better if you. So, it. so we love you, like, We're not judging you. There's this like bed couch thing situation that Aaron and uh, Jen were sitting on. And our friend Colin was there and, and Elliot. And, you know, these boys, they get all, like, they get this, like, chivalrous feel. Yeah. What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, so they have to, like, protect us girls or whatever. So We love you guys, too. Jen randomly looks up at a lamp. A damn lamp. It's, it's like it's a like sconce. A, yeah, right. It's like a wall sconce. <laughs> and I have this on video i'm just filming with my phone she looks up notices that it's askew (laughs) askew. and just feels the need to rescue it (laughs) because she's on 
wine and limoncello. <laughs> Why not? So she literally walks over everybody that's sitting on this like bed couch situation, stands up on the arm mm-hmm. of the couch, yep. and all the boys jump to their feet. And they're like, oh, oh, be careful. Oh. And, and they're, they're like holding, holding their her. arms out for her. And holding, like, I think literally holding onto her. To catch her if she falls. I know. She's, she's a grown like, ass woman. I know. She's literally like three feet off the ground. <laughs> so anyway, she's fixing this wall sconce. And I just pan over to Melissa. <laughs> and this bitch just shakes her head and rolls her eyes on command. And it's the best video oh, I've ever shot. I literally. <laughs> like the timing. I, was everything. I judged, I definitely judged everyone at that moment. <laughs> I also was, I am also n- notorious for like, when I get sleepy, I get really like, angry. Well, not angry, but I get like, is angry the right word? I don't know. Like, like if, the, if version I get angry, you get sangry? Sangry. <laughs> Slangry. Slangry. Sleepy hangry. Sleepy, Sleepy hangry. hangry. <laughs> but you know, like, I'm sure you Maybe get them. smad. Yeah. Just a little smad. Smad, yeah. <laughs> and and I think that also was part of it. Because I think at that point I was just, like, ready to go to bed. <laughs> and, yeah, my mom always loves to tell story. Well, always, like, tells this story of how when I was little. She, I don't know if I've ever told you this. But when I was little, when I would go to, like, sleepovers, right? And she would come and pick me up. And the moms would always be like, oh, you know... <laughs> Missy was Missy was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, but they would say, oh, you know, Missy, because that was my my nickname back in the day. Uh, she they would say, oh, you know, Missy was the first one to bed, and my mom was like, and I would always think, oh, maybe she didn't have a good time, and I, and she would ask me, she would say, oh, did you, you know, did you have a good time? And I would say, yeah, I had a really great time. I was just really tired. <laughs> <laughs> nothing can keep me awake oh my gosh i pulled one all-nighter in my life and i that was the worst decision she said I've not ever worth made. it no <laughs> and no. never again no no that's that's bullshit y'all that's bullshit Anyways. this this girl cannot be in the car with me for more than 30 minutes without being like okay i'm gonna fall asleep so talk to you later <laughs> like you think she'd be a lot of fun on a road trip false <laughs> Because she's not awake. <laughs> like, oh she's fine for, gosh. like, the time that she is awake. But, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry. It's my, it's my, one of my character flaws. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was that night, and we eventually went to bed. And then the next day was, um, the next day we traveled to Florence. Girl. Was that a travel day? Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we got Vatican. there. Or was that the same day? Hmm? What? When was the Vatican? Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, that was that was that next day. You haven't listed wrong. Do I? Yeah. That's right. So we did do the Vatican. Um which was let me just say, okay, so both of us were born and raised Catholic. And um if you're okay with sharing that, well too late. <laughs> so, too late. Um the secrets out. It was a secrets out, y'all. I went um, to Catholic school for twelve years. <laughs> Um, so I was kind of excited to see the Vatican and, but I think the thing that was like so weird to me was just, um, the opulence of it. Like I was expecting, um, uh, St. Peter's to be like impressive cause I've seen pictures, but I didn't realize that they had, 
that whole like museum section that we went through first? I think Ooh. that was my phone. Yikes. Uh, and I think I need Jimmy's bar appointment. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, I was like, girl. Girl. No, I think for me, um, I was not expecting to feel as emotional as I did in the Sistine Chapel. Okay. I agree. But I think I was feeling emotional in a different way. And that was how. <laughs> so they ask you to not take pictures, right? Mm, but they broke that rule. Mm-hmm. They also ask you to not talk. Yeah. <laughs> out of like reference. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's just flashback to me how. Yes how unsilent it really was yes, because what would happen is you would walk in people would start talking then more people would start talking and it kind of it was like a ripple effect i don't know and then like till suddenly everyone was just talking at full volume and Why then that the human condition in general like think of how many different cultures were in that room i know it was crazy and that happened i know well and so but there is this gentleman who was on a microphone, whose sole job was to just go quiet or silence or something. He was like, silence, silence. And he would just yell it. Yeah. And it was so loud. And then everyone would be quiet. And then everyone would start talking again. Yeah, then it would rise up. You know, like you're in a library at school again or something. It it was like, if, if like... (laughs) If that sounds like a nightmare to you, this, believe me, it was just as bad as you, like, think it is. Well, I felt embarrassed for everyone. I, I was know. like, we're all adults. But can you also imagine your job is just to stand in front of a microphone and tell people to be quiet all day? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I would lose all faith in humanity. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah. You're also crammed in there. Like, the amount of yeah. people in the Sistine Chapel is crazy because it's not a huge place at all. Yeah. Um, and we lucked out again. They had just cleaned. I know. And, the and parts of the museum, other parts of the museum as well. They yeah. had done restoration. So, so here we are seeing this fully restored and it's so vibrant and you're like, wow. Yeah. Like fully never expected that to yeah. look the way it did. Yeah. It was also very dimly lit because they're trying to protect the painting. And that's, I don't know if I told you this, but that's why they won't. They ask you not to take photos. They know full and well that people are going to take photos. They just don't want somebody's flash accidentally right. going off. So they figure if they tell you not to, yeah. that there's less of a chance of a flash going off because you're going to want to be sneakier about it. Yeah. Uh, which is totally Like true. someone I know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I standing. Full on wide angle lens. Here we go. I have my Apple Watch out, <laughs> I have my phone fully tilted to the ceiling. And I'm using my watch to take mm-hmm. pictures, like just being stealth. And I got some great pictures. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know. I was pretty proud. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did that. And then we went into St. Peter's um, and like walked around in there for a little bit in Santa Pieta. Um, yeah. yeah. We also got some things blessed, which is like really neat. I didn't know you could do that. Uh-huh. Uh, I sent myself a postcard yeah. from the Vatican yeah. because they are technically not part of Rome. Right. They're their mm. own country, I guess. Yeah. I I don't know if that's technically what it's called. Like their own state or something. Yeah. But... Like they're, they're not part of um, right. Rome as a whole, even though they're kind of in smack dab in the middle there. Yeah. Um, 
but you can mail yourself a postcard from there. So I did that. I collect postcards. Um, so that was a fun one to have. Mm-hmm. Got some things blessed mm-hmm. and sent back to me. Thanks I actually got a, um, a, now I'm blanking on the patron saint of travel. Oh, Christopher. Christopher, yeah. yeah. Christopher. So I have a St. Christopher medal that I got blessed. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yes. Pretty unique. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And uh, and then that night, I don't know what I did that night, but you did the night shoot. Yeah, so I again. I don't know what I did that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a photographer, and uh, part of this trip for me was getting pictures I, I wanted to collect photographs um typically when we did these study abroad trips it would result in a gallery show so we would select images to be shown um to the college this time it was just personal so i was looking for a series of images that i wanted to bring back and one of the offerings was to go back through rome at night mm-hmm. and <laughs> rapid style within like an hour hit up all these major landmarks at night um, just to see what they looked like because they're all very well lit. Um, So one of those places was back at the Vatican and I got some pretty amazing shots. There's some fountains. There's just a lot of pretty lights. We did Trevi Fountain. We did the Wedding Cake is one of the buildings um, that was in and amongst Rome. So it was a, a pretty unique experience. Um, and those are some of my favorite pictures. Yeah. Um, and that night, we just got drunk again. I mean, did I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did I? That's when Ellie and I had the heart-to-heart. She made Elliot cry. Should we share that? Ooh, well, too late. Sorry, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. No, but we did have a really good heart-to-heart. And that's honestly, like, I don't know. I always, I think one of the beautiful things about travel is that it always forces you it either is going to do one of two things. It's going to force you apart or it's going to force you right together. Yeah. I mean, you, you truly find out who people are yeah. when you're in a foreign place and in a foreign experience. Yeah. Um, That's true. That is part of just traveling the world and culture yeah. shock and all of those things. Yeah. So, but that was fun. I mean, I don't know if I really got that drunk, but... Um, we did have like a little balcony kind of area and balconies were big for us on this trip. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Italy knows how to do a good balcony. Yes. Italy don't ever change. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that was that night. And then the next night is when we went to Florence. Should we maybe end it there? Yeah, let's end it there. Cause we're sitting. That's a long episode. This is our first episode. An hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Guys, I hope that was interesting enough. Yeah. Um, but we do have, oh my God, we have some, we're, don't worry, we're not going to do day by day like this, um, for everything, for everything. It's just because we had like so much we felt like to talk about. Yeah. You know, we'll probably encapsulate instead of doing days, we'll do more like cities going forward. Yeah. Um, like all of Florence, um, will be next. So stick around and hopefully you want to listen to that one as well. Um, we, truly do appreciate those who are going to listen to this um there's a bit of a delay probably because we're working on artwork right now Mm -hmm. um and we are also hoping to get like a little jingle little theme song action Mm -hmm. 
So look forward to that. Maybe yeah. if it's if we publish this, it's probably already in the episode, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Well, hope you liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we do probably. Assuming future us, if it's in it. here, we liked it. Yeah, it's not. We probably are still looking. <laughs> <laughs> but just to give you a little sneak peek into the next episode of Florence, <clears throat> there are wine tastings. There's vomit. There's falling. There's tears. Yeah. I think there's tears a lot in this trip. <laughs> That's true. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. In the next episode. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Guys. More, more burps. This wine. <laughs> so it's sad. a burpy wine. Yeah. Um, vintage 2015. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Well, this sounds like a good way to end it. We're trying to think of a way to like wrap yeah, it. Yeah, how do we end it? I know. Do we just well, loop back in that cork sound from earlier? That sweet, <laughs> sweet cork sound. Yeah. Well, I think one thing, um, one thing I do want to talk about before we go is so Tommaso taught us a word, an Italian word. Yes. That's um, andiamo, which he explained as meaning "let's go," but someone also told us that it can kind of mean "hurry up," which is hilarious because. Yeah. I love that if he if he did lie to us and like adjusted the meaning a little bit, mm-hmm. that would be amazing because then all the other Italians who were hearing him say it were like, oh, this poor man, <laughs> this this poor tour guide." Oh my gosh! That's but we so kind funny. of we kind of interpreted it so if it's if it is truly "let's mm-hmm. go," we yeah. kind of made it have a double meaning of of "let's go," let's keep traveling, yeah, let's keep adventuring. So Andiamo became a thing with our yeah. group. Uh, so much show to the point where one day maybe we'll get a tattoo. Yeah. Or something I mean, like Aaron that. already has. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron already has. got one. Yeah. Um, I think we've let her down by not getting ours yet. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you, Aaron. But it will happen. Um, so maybe that's how we end it. Yeah. Um, but so for now, we encourage all of you to Andiamo. That was very NPR of you, and I love it. <laughs> oh, yes. Until You're welcome. Next time. <laughs> Andiamo, friends. Andiamo. Bye. Bye.